Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening, welcome to the Bitchin' Brew podcast with me, your host, Danny Randon. Thank you for listening, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud or Acast. This is episode number 10. It's only taken a year and a half, but we're finally in double figures. Um, In all seriousness, I'm really stoked to be here talking to you as ever. The response to the last couple of shows since we relaunched as an independent podcast has been amazing uh, so thanks if you listened to those last couple of episodes with Jamie Holker and Tom Denson um, I'm, I'm coming to you today feeling generally just really really happy I think October is my probably my favorite month of the year um, I took some time off in September as well you may have noticed I uh, I mean by the time I got to the end of August and the time of the release of the uh, last episode of Bitch and Brew, I was feeling exhausted, and uh, you know I think it, it takes a, it takes a real strong person to recognise when you need to take a break. So um, it was really good. I had a lovely time off. I went on holiday to Spain with my girlfriend, uh, which was super fun, super nice to do, super relaxing. Um, it's still been really busy with a few sort of other projects that I'm working on, but I've still had a bit of time to decompress and come back feeling at least a little more energised and we've got a great show lined up for you uh, today. This was actually the final podcast that was recorded before the Big Bitch and Brew hiatus so I would say that we're finally back up to speed if it wasn't for the fact that I just recorded Bitch and Brew episode number 11 and I'm just about to record episode number 12 and possibly even number 13 this weekend if you're listening on the weekend it's been released. Um Back to this show anyway, episode number 10, Uh, my guests are the band Cold Bones, they're an instrumental uh, slash post-rock four-piece from Kent, they've been together since 2013, Uh, I met up with all four members while they were in Southampton doing a a little tour with the guys in Gunshy, another great band, Um, this chat does get pretty random at times, I must admit it's a bit of a weird one but it's a really funny chat. Uh, if you've not listened to Cold Bones before, they're sort of soundscapey type, uh, as I was saying earlier, post-rock. If you're fans of bands like Explosions in the Sky or God is an Astronaut, 65 Days of Static, that sort of arc tangent kind of crowd. Um, even like the sort of more subdued moments of Russian circles remind me of what Cold Bones do. Uh, they've recently been in the studio. They've got an album recorded, which is hopefully going to be released in 2018. And uh, it's really cool because it kind of opened a door to a genre that I didn't really know much about before hearing Cold Bones and listening to their EP. So if you are in like a similar position where you've not dived into the uh, instrumental pool as such, this might just be the band to get you started. Of course, my chat with Coldbones is not all we've got in store on Bitch and Brew today. Um, as you may have recognised over the last couple of episodes, we started doing track premieres, and we usually do them before the main segment of the podcast, but this week it's a little bit different. Uh, we're actually going to be playing the track premiere at the end of the podcast, but let me tell you, it is really worth the wait. I got a message just a few weeks ago uh, from my friend Lee, who sings in a great band from Hampshire called Foe. 
Uh, it was saying that they were going into the studio to record a little something, and when I found out that what they were doing was actually an acoustic cover of Say It Ain't So by none other than Weezer, I just leapt at the opportunity to get involved and be the first to uh, play their cover. So stay tuned to the end of the show for that. Like I said, it's well worth it because, well, you know, come on, it's Weezer. Everybody loves Weezer, right? Um but first, it wouldn't feel right going into the Cold Bones podcast without playing something from the band themselves. Unfortunately, I can't play anything from the forthcoming debut album, but that's cool. Uh, this track should wet your whistle nonetheless. Uh, it's called The Hands Between Us. It's my favourite song off of their Distance EP. Uh, this actually came out two years ago, but it got a nifty little re-release on cassette earlier this year. came out on Weather Girl Records, which is a great label set up by their former drummer, Joe Phillips, who you may know now as the drummer of Muskets, a band I've heard uh, quite good. Anyway, this is Cold Bones, The Hands Between Us. You'll hear me talking to them after this, but for the meantime, sit back and get to know your new favourite band.
Check, check. Check, check. Check, check. Danny Randall in the booth. <laughs> With his Maryland cookies. Suchak in the booth. Suchak in the booth, <laughs> copping them Maryland cookies. Homemade lemonade. Yeah, they do homemade lemonade. The biscuits have been banned. I'm so sorry, guys. This is such a disappointing start to the podcast. We should just like scoff it outside and run the camera. <laughs> Pass so, them under the table. <laughs> so I guess this should start with a congratulations to Nick, because you are the first person to make a second appearance wow. on oh, really? Bitch and Brew. Oh, wow. yay. <laughs> Even though it's only the. It wasn't a legitimate appearance last time, was it? It wasn't. It wasn't so much. It, it, it was a special guest appearance. Mm, but guest I feel, appearance, yeah. I feel like the guy. I was listening back to it, and you were referred to as several things throughout. Um, photographer extraordinaire. All, all boy with tattoos. Yeah, that's that's the most. That's the most. I think that's the most accurate one. To be and um, Owen. Uh, Suchak Redemption. Suchak Redemption, yeah. I think Old Boy with Tattoos, that was Ollie from MTV who gave me that. Oh, no, I'm alright, thank you, mate. So we're, we're gradually getting our brews, they're gradually arriving. We're here at the board in the city, it's like this community cafe in Southampton, big up, and uh, we're all gradually receiving our brews. They've done it in reverse order though, haven't they? What? They've done it in reverse order. Yeah. They have done it in reverse the last, order. The last order is the first to receive. Yeah, what's about? Yeah. Because I'm not only here with Nick, but I feel like we should go in sort of a round yeah. table and like introduce everyone or let the band introduce themselves. Oh, yeah. Should we, start, should we start with me? Yeah, start with you. Um, I'm Nick and I'm the bassist in Colbones. Uh, I am Max, I'm the drummer in Colbones. <laughs> uh, I'm Charlie, I'm the guitarist in Colbones. In Colbones. <laughs> Come on. Uh, my name's Jordan and I'm the guitarist in Colbones. I'm rock and roll star. And I'm Danny and I host Bitch and Brew yeah. on iTunes and SoundCloud and Acast. Is Acast Apple Podcast? No, Acast is like a separate thing. iTunes is, well, it's oh, technically right, right. Apple Podcast, SoundCloud and Acast, but we don't need to get caught up in the politics. Okay. I'll You're very red in the face. Huh? You're very, you look very hot and bothered. Yeah, it's Parkinson's, right? <laughs> <laughs> I swear. It's the same colour as your polo. Your neck's irritating you again, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to think of how many wastes irritating me in this podcast. Oh, yeah. Please do not swear on my podcast. Okay. No swearing. Only Oasis reference. <laughs> Are you a big Oasis fan then? Well, I think they're all... Yeah. A bit of a stint. We're all rock and roll stars now. Oh, great. Oasis pun number one. I've got a book here. I could keep a tally if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he decided to learn Oasis songs to host our own music. So, yeah, it was at band practice last night and... Uh, it was like, right, let's try out. No, oh, should, what was it? Like, we're going to try play Moments off the new album. And George just whips out playing. Yeah. Supersonic. Supersonic. Mm. Instead. What, what was the other one you play as well? Um, Morning Glory. Glory. Morning Glory. Morning Glory. Morning Glory. My, my favourite Oasis track, although, sorry guys, I'm, I side with Blur in the Britpop war. Sorry, sorry. And neither of them are the best Britpop band of all time. Obviously we know the best Britpop band of all time is Ash. <laughs> <laughs> They're Irish. Northern Irish. Yeah. 
let's talk about the bitch and bruise that people have got because Jordy, you've gone for their homemade homemade lemonade. I was offered um, sweet or tangy sour. I said I wanted it in the middle. In the middle of all three. In the middle because I am. Um, indecisive that way like one of those triple Venn diagrams yeah. just sweet sour Bang in the tangy, tangy yeah. Geordie yeah. in the middle yeah me <laughs> everything <laughs> and then two it's guitar tone as well <laughs> bit sweet bit tangy bit sour <laughs> no sour mate it's all sweet it's all rock and roll and then both Charlie and Max have gone for Pepsis which yeah. I feel I turned up late and I panicked and I thought safe option quick Pepsi I mean, I was just intimidated by the board. Intimidation. Yeah, I was intimidated. Well, I've gone from the most pretentious of the teas. I've gone for the the orange rooibos and eucalyptus, which, to be honest, doesn't sound too appetising. But you know, when you see it, you're like, I wonder if that's going to taste terrible or it's going to taste good. Might might send me supersonic. (laughs) Oasis pun number two. Or has it been three now? Uh, two now. Alright, thank you. And uh, I, I wouldn't say you've gone for the most pretentious tea, because I've gone for a tea that I've just gone off by name, I've no idea how it tastes. I've gone for Buddha's inspiration. Oh, wow. wow. Get you in the zone. There we go. And we shall be providing tasting notes very soon, I suppose. I've, I've, been a, I've given this the inspiration game here. I've just really clocked on what's going on, bitch and brew. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't I've, I've, really yeah, I've really just <laughs> well, me and Danny have, and you guys have gone, gone corporate. Yeah, actually, gone corporate. Geordie's gone for his tangy sweet. Yeah, I'm pushing the, pushing the limits on lemonade. Pass for a young lady if you can see your face. Now. Sorry? Pass <laughs> <laughs> for a young lady if you can see your face in that shirt. Oh, hair. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your hair. So, guys, welcome to the Bitch and Brew podcast. You're down in Southampton because you're starting a small run of shows with. Uh, uh, with Gunshot, it's their EP release show tonight. Uh, how are you feeling to be back in sunny Southampton? We like it here, don't we? Yeah, we do. like it's like a hometown show, isn't it? That's how it feels. Yeah. Every time we've played it, it's been so good. Like, we've, well, we've played it twice, and both shows have been like probably two of the best shows that we have played. Yeah. Right? And um, we always get really good responses, always people being really lovely after the shows and that, and it's just always been really welcoming. So yeah, it's like when we come back, even though we don't really know anything about Southampton, we're always excited to come back here, and it's good to play with a you know Southampton band like Gunshy as well. Yeah. Because um, obviously they're going to bring a lot of homies down. It's their EP release show, and then we get to take them down to our ends after, and then show them what. So was that kind of like agreed? Like, we'll yeah, it, sh- I'll show you. You know. Yours if you show me mine. If, if you show me mine, yeah. I'll show you mine I'll if show you, you show me yours. That's it, that's, that's right, it. Yeah. That's cool. Um, Basic English with bitch and brew. Yeah, no, we like Southampton. And we got the Canterbury show tomorrow, which you're excited for. And, um, yeah. Which would have long gone by the time like this actually goes out. Yeah, so we, we had that Canterbury show ages ago. And it went really well. <laughs> it was sold out. <laughs> Sold out on the night, of course. You you were pretty stoked when you got here about the visuals that you're going to be using for the shows. Yeah, we, well, we we always try to um, do something a bit extra live, and we, at the moment we've got <clears throat> we've got um, some fairy lights that we put up everywhere. But then we also have a little button that turns off the fairy lights and puts a strobe light on, just for like some of the bigger parts of the songs. But we're also introducing some floodlights in our 
headset as well kind of influenced from Russian circles when we saw them in Brighton a few weeks ago and um, there was just like the drummer playing the the room was smoked out we have a smoke machine as well by the way Um, (laughs) and uh, the drummer was playing and he had like these floodlights behind him and you could just see the shadows and shit everywhere it's pretty cool stuff everywhere it was just like really amazing to watch you don't I guess with instrumental it's not the members that you're really watching but it's just the overall experience yeah if, it, if we can do anything extra, if it means taking an extra six-way plug with a little button on it with some floodlights and it makes the show extra good, then we're going to do that. You know? I've always been very uh, intrigued by the instrumental show. Uh, you know, I've seen very few instrumental bands live. but We're not... We don't base ourselves entirely off that whole genre. Yeah. We, we take influences from um, a lot of bands with vocals in it as well. Which is a bit strange because we like singing's never been a part of what we're about. And no. it was never it was never a thing we, we never set out to be like, we're not gonna have a vocalist because we're a post rock band, it's, it just happened yeah. in that way. Sound cool to our ears. And uh here's your bitch and brew. And the bitch and brews are here. For your, for your teeth it will be like four more minutes of it. Uh, infuses. Awesome. Uh, this is awesome. That's the right. That's the right. Uh, uh, and this is the Buddha's All right, that's cool. Thank you very much. Like any sugar? I'm fine. Thank yeah, you. I'm good. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it. This is very quaint. It's coming little cafetiers, and I love my flowery little cup and saucer. Do you want any milk? No milk with that, do you? I do smell orange. I usually try and avoid teas with milk now after a bad experience on Bitch and Brew episode 2 with the Muskets boys at the Boiler Room in Guildford. Loved them to death, but everyone's vegan there. And so they had hazelnut milk and it came out lumpy. What, Muskets are vegan? No, all the, all, all the Boiler Room. Oh, right, right, right. Well, hey, no way Joe's a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff he puts in him. <laughs> Shout out, Joe Phillips. So we should really be talking about, uh, you know, not that there is a subject ever on Bitch and Brew. I mean, we yeah, talked man. about some of the most, like, we talked about how Ollie from Milk Teeth's poo went green because he went and drank too much oh, grape man. soda in America. <laughs> So, without any sort of hope or agenda to go back onto track, but with those instrumental shows, I mean, because you ha- do you all have experience in bands before that have vocalists in them? Yeah, I know, obviously, yeah. Nick and Max do, but what, what about what about you guys? Same band, yeah. just, com- just commercial, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> just, a little, just a little local band, really. Um, both both play Yeah. Um, Take the Nick and Matt's lot in our bands, just like classic alternative rock, pop punky stuff. Yeah. Middle of the road, nothing special, but never any. We, we played, sound, didn't we? Yeah. Played Southampton. Myself, Nick's old, uh, old band, and Ty and Joy's old band played at the Talking Heads uh, 2012, I believe. The old Talking Heads. The old Talking Heads. Oh, yeah, yeah, so we, we played there with um, both our bands. Well, that's so, awesome. Yeah, on a little tour. So, a little bit about the, the Kent scene, because I'm not au fait with it. I think the only other band from Kent I know is Eat Me, who are obviously very different to Coldbone. So, you know, how did the, uh, is there much of an instrumental vibe in Kent at all, or was it kind of the... Well, there's, there's like a... We're playing with a band tomorrow, or however many weeks ago, however, depending when you listen to this, um, called God Daughter, and they're from Canterbury, aren't they? And they're instrumental, but we've, we've never played with them before. 
and um, there's always been a bit of an emo scene yeah. in Kent, and yeah. I think that kind Moose of blood. Canterbury. yeah, Canterbury. I think like that kind of emo, pretty guitar kind of thing is somewhere in Kent, and it's just other bands coming in. Well, yeah, you got Ohms, so there's there's like that kind of emo side. You got like, the doomy stuff, and you got the rock stuff. It, it, it varies to be honest with you, but. There is, yeah, there's a lot of different bands. I wouldn't say there's any sort of scene in Kent. No, not for instruments. But there are some really great bands from Kent, for sure, like we mentioned, like uh, Eat Me, uh, Moose Blood, obviously, um, Omens, and who else can you think of? There's some, like, there's some smaller bands that are just, like, up and coming and stuff. Like, we're good friends with the guys in Venture, who me and Matt used to be in. And they're writing some really nice. You see, so the guys in um, four days in June. About. Four days in June. Yeah, they're, they're, they're some really good music. Yeah, so. it's just yeah, lots of bits and bobs going on, but nothing, nothing like defining. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. So when there's not you know much of an instrumental scene going on, where did where did you guys sort of find the find the inspiration? Uh, not being able to sing. Yeah, not being able to sing it, just jamming <laughs> straight up. Like our first EP, we just jammed. We wrote that in about two weeks, I think. All together, our first evening, literally just coming up with what we can't do, and we can't sing, so I think that was. Was that um, the distance EP? Yeah, the distance EP. That was, we, we released Winter Demo 2014 or whatever we called it, and um, was it that? Yeah, that was the first. Yeah, yeah released a two track in yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. about three years ago. They were just jams, we literally wrote them in like two days. Literally, the whole EP though, collectively, practice wise, we just throw it in about two weeks. Just complete off the cuff. No real. It kind of had the intention of a studio band at first. Yeah, it, it was. Like, it was, it was wasn't like, uh, potentially like a, a live band at all. No. Yeah. Because that's, that's where I came in. I came in as like a. A live member yeah, first. Yeah, first. Yeah. So the original band was Geordie Max. Max on drums. Uh, no, sorry, Max on bass rather than on drums. And then Joe from Muskets was the drummer. And then, like the guys said about, it was more intended as a studio band, which is where they brought Charlie in um, to kind of fill out live a bit um, when they did do live shows. And then we had um, our mate Adam on a keyboard as well for a bit. Um, and then that was just the live part of it. That's just the jam. Yeah, I'm a little bit disturbed about how reckless that fun was on your cafetiere. Do you go for the... Go for the well, to be, I'm usually used to uh, well, coffee at home where it's quite hard to push down, so the port I put into it is a lot easier than I was used to. But still, I'm sure it doesn't matter. Do you have like a set? Do you have one of them at home? Do you have like a proper good I've, one? I have one of these yeah. in the office. Okay. Because I, like I am a coffee snob at work. Are you? Yeah, carrying on. I mean, if, if we're going into like the history, I guess, it's yeah. from... from uh, when Charlie was just a live guitarist and when we had well when the guys had Adam um, doing live stuff and then slowly as time went on um, Joe decided to leave and Musket started to do quite well um, and because of the distance between where we are in Margate and where he was in Brighton it was quite hard yeah. for the guys to you know try and sort out doing shows and that um, and then yeah Joe left Charlie, well, Charlie was made a, a proper member before Joe left. Initiation. Yeah, yeah, did. did you have an initiation or no? He shaved his head. I've been growing back since. And then, yeah, Max gave me a call and was like, "What? Well, no, sorry, what? No, I gave you a call when I found out 
what had happened. Yeah. And then um, I said that if if needed, I can step in on base until they find someone. Then and that was for the video shoot, wasn't so, it? So yeah, because I've done all the video stuff. Um, so I've always kind of, I guess, been a part of the band, but just not like, more visually than mm. actually musically. Um, and yeah, I was supposed to be shooting a video like two weeks later, and then Joe left, and I was like, oh shit, what are we going to do? And um, yeah, and I got invited into the band, and this is a year on today. So, did you did you get many onlookers when it came to shooting that video? Because that I guess in is it back in Margate, mm. isn't it? And a few oh, dog walkers and uh, like amateur photographers trying to yeah. take pictures of the sunset. It was like we aimed to do the video at sunset so it was quite strapped for time um, but because it was we seemed to nail the day didn't we because it was like the perfect sunset right amount of clouds like it wasn't raining it wasn't windy or anything but like the perfect amount of windy to make my hair look glorious <laughs> and to keep us nice and chill like while we was you know rocking out I guess um, yeah like some photographers turned up obviously to take pictures of the sunset and then up just taking pictures of us and we're like sweet yeah, it's free, free photo shoot youths running around as well some youths they? running about that we needed to tell to go away and, um, but yeah no we had some help for a few guys there's like a really nice coffee shop at the end of the harbour and uh, conveniently we got to use their electric <laughs> because the guy we were supposed to use the place right on the end and um the guy said we can use his electric and then no one was there. I gave him a call and he said he never agreed to anything, so we were like, oh god, maybe we have to change the date. And um, yeah, one of my friends was in a coffee shop and she was like, yeah, use our electric. So that was kind of saved that boys a bit. And when you're writing these sort of instrumental jams, what I find when listening to that first EP at least, because I haven't heard the new stuff yet, is that it doesn't, there, there isn't there's so much of a gap in the instrumental music as much as you know some other instrumental bands are where you you hear it and you go uh, this feel like this should have vocals you know because there's just something not completing you know the the equation really so um, when you're writing these melodies um, they almost sound like like vocal hooks so I mean do either of you Ever have ever wrote lyrics in your previous band before? No, you know, no. no. I think we've all given it a go, really, at one point, haven't we? Whatever band we're in or whatever we're doing, and mine are awful, to say the least. And what's the, what's the worst one you've ever come up with? Oh no, you put me on the spot now. I don't. I can't even remember. I think. Uh, I remember one time when me and Geordie were in a band um, a t- time ago. Are you going to drop the name? No, no, I won't. Come on, man. Come, come on, you got to do it. <laughs> All right. So don't, we, don't give him a lyric, just give him the name of the band. I know, I don't even know the lyric, because I'll, I'll tell the story, which was me and Jordi are in a band. And um, What's the goddamn name of the, the band, The name is Nick? Dive Into Darkness. The biggest... <laughs> trademark. Trademark. <laughs> Copyright. Um, but... Um, me and Jordy needed to write some lyrics and we were like we were struggling weren't we we couldn't think of anything so we both went round to the park near mine and Jordan's and um, and we sat on a bench with pads of paper and just sat and tried to write stuff and um, I remember writing stuff but it was more like rap it was more like gangster rap yeah Chuck in the booth instead of being like Saint Anger where we just sat in a room and passed around our notebooks and been like what's it my lifestyle determines my death style oh, yeah. kind of vibe going on. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been anything quite as weird as that. So I think I think where like our songs sound like they've got so many melodies because that especially that EP where we was a studio band. Well, even with the album now, what we tend to do is 
put on so many layers of different guitars going on, so and then can't play them. Well, yeah, <laughs> we have to work out live, but we don't hold ourselves back in that sense. So with melodies, we always layer them up, loads of harmonies and stuff. So almost gives yeah. it that sort of vocal sound. I mean, I love a good melody. Um, yeah, you want to be able to sing along with yeah. our songs, even though there isn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Have you had people do that, like try and chant along with the? Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. If you need a vocalist, then uh, let me know. And it's, uh, we do get that, don't we? It's it's okay, yeah, yeah, sure. We're, maybe. And it's not. We're not saying no to it, but it's something that we uh, we wouldn't really. We would not consider it, but just to uh, drop this one in. If you, when our album does come out, if you just purchase it on vinyl, you may find vocals on one of our songs. Maybe. You may do. Maybe. Maybe. Just say maybe, you will. Oh, you will. <laughs> Are you saying that like you play it backwards and you hear Oh no, no, the it's not let Let's just say if you buy it on vinyl, you'll hear something that won't be on the rest of the release, on on digital. It sounds very cryptic, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, basically, if you buy a vinyl, you get Pretty a track much, buy the vinyl, don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you? Don't, if you don't buy the vinyl, you don't get the track with the vocals. Can you imagine if we said all of this, people bought the vinyl and there was nothing on it. <laughs> Are you gonna yes, go? Are you gonna go for any like decent colour variants on the on the vinyl? Uh, we haven't really thought too much into it, but what we have spoken about is there's a lot of meaning, a lot of concept behind the album, so it would need to relate to that. Mm. So rather than just being like, oh, that looks sick, it would have to be right. This, even though it's just a colour, it would still have to mean something. Yeah. Um, the artwork has a lot of meaning, and it would have to relate to that in some way. Mm. So we still still need to have a good old think about that because we thought so much about everything else. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, oh, I think it'll come in time when we figure it out. But we've got some ideas of colours. So the making of the album, who did who did you make the album with? Uh, Ian Sadler at uh, Online Studios, the uh, fifth member or the fifth or sixth yeah, member. Yeah. I mean, another member. We got we got Johnny on keyboard who plays live with us, but Ian is 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 the guy that yeah. really brings it all out for us. And, um, he's have, top boy. have you worked with him before? Was the distance EP? Yeah, and with bands before as well. So yeah, oh, but we've been well. Me and Nick have been um, elsewhere to produce for two, and it's just, it's never been the same. It's, yeah, it's, it's just so into the music. The more you can get out, he's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah but, you know, like uh, when you have a producer really pushing the vocalist. Yeah, wanting to get like Ross bit. Robinson style. You know where he's like. Throwing plant pots at Corey Taylor's head. Maybe not that far, but he, he, if, if you're in a band with a vocalist, he'd be pushing to get them extra harmonies. But obviously, we don't have vocalists, but he's still pushing us to get there. The extra yeah. guitar parts, the extra good drum beat. Yeah, so he hears like harmonies and stuff, he'll start like humming stuff over the top, and we're like, oh, cool. So he is yeah. very helpful. Did you did you find it easier, as opposed to writing lyrics, to convey a theme of a song or you know what what you're trying to play about, as opposed to sing about? Did you find it easier to just write a melody as opposed to a, a vocal line? Or... There's no writing process, is there? We literally it's so if, you, if you've got something, we'll roll with it. If I've got something, we'll roll with it. If any of us have got that one little thing, we try and incorporate it. Yeah. Um, every, every one of the songs on the new album I mean obviously I wasn't a part of, the, of, uh, of Distance but with the new album the writing process seems to be one of us will have the smallest like you know little idea and then from that we'll just kind of, like we'll grow like a, a song you know they will just kind of be like oh here's an idea here's an idea and suddenly after a couple of practices we've got something you know? the theme comes afterwards I think 
Oh yeah. Some ways I'd be like, oh, like, yeah, song names. Any song, song names are always after. It's, ne- it's never before. We never think we're going to write a song about someone trying to find their dog. Do you know what I mean? And well, like, for example, what, the, music. I don't know if, that if, could be cool, actually. Yeah, that could be a sick <laughs> idea. You've got the name, you've got the name <laughs> Bones in the in, in your yeah. band. You got the word Bones, and, like you could change it to Gravy Bones. We should maybe consider that. Those are disgusting, by the way. Don't eat Gravy Bones. Oh, don't think I'm wanting. No, it's not very good. Yeah, song names come at the end. Album names come at the end. Yeah, that's our pretty right. much one of the songs of the new album. Um, as some people might know if they follow us on Facebook, but uh, the working title while we were recording it was called Power Rangers. One of the songs, just because it sounded like it sounded like Zordon, like his big head rising up. <laughs> so we called it Power Rangers. So we called it Power Rangers, and even now, like obviously the the track will be called something else, but we still call it Power Rangers. Yes. Yeah. We're so fixated in our heads and that's what it sounds like so it's easier to put that. And um, one of the other songs, uh, which we actually play live, um, we called, it's called Helm's Deep. Well, the, the work, sorry, the working title was Helm's Deep uh, because when we wrote it, we were just like, this sounds like, literally it could be the soundtrack for the, you know, the Battle of Helm's Deep. Which is Lord of the Rings. from the worst Lord of the Rings film. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. I would say the worst, but I think, well, I think it's still an exceptional film. Oh, yeah. I'd say it's the worst of the three, but it's still a great film. But then, no, no, no. So, well, well, actually, no. I don't know. Return of the Kings, the, the my least favourite. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> We're going to go into this a little bit. All right. So, um, right. So anyway, we called it Helm's Deep just because it because uh, it sounded like you know it should be over Helm's Deep. And Geordie um, completely screwed up. We were playing in Croydon. And, um, oh, I can already see where this is going. <laughs> we, we introduced the song, and um, Geordie thought people wouldn't get the reference, even though I don't know where else Helm's Deep will come from. And uh, he said, yep, this is Helm, Helm's Deep from the film The Twin Towers. And we all just looked at each other in disgust. And everyone in the crowd, like who obviously knew what Helm's Deep was, just he's completely got the name wrong. Obviously, it's the two towers. So that, yeah. that um, the next day we stayed at Johnny, our, our live keyboardist's house, and um, we watched the full extended edition of the two towers just to drill it into Geordie's head. But also, we knew that we needed to change the name, but we still wanted to reference it. So the name of that song is now "To Whatever End," which is what Theoden says while he's getting all the armor on. And he says "To Whatever End," so that's the name of the You've song. You've done your research. Oh yeah, stuff. like we're all Lord of the Rings fans. So that song is called "To Whatever End," and it's nice as well because the album's called. Um, fuck words. The song's called "Where." It, oh my the god, what was it? The album is called "Where It All Began," which is also the first single off the album. Is it not it's called "There and Back Again"? There and Back Again by. Nick Baggins um, <laughs> no yeah so the album's called Where It All Began and that's the first proper track on the album and then the last track is To Whatever End uh, which is also you know everything in between is the actual concept which mm. people will find out in time yeah. yeah cool going back to the Power Rangers thing what era of, are we all sort of the same era of We're Power Rangers here. Mighty Morphin yeah. I've, I've Mighty Morphin the movie what was, the one, was that the one with uh, where red, red Hot Chili Peppers in the beginning when they're on their um, model skates uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're the beginning of the skydive. They're on the right red vine. Yeah, they're popping, 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 pop
I want a red five. One sec, guys. <laughs> you guys carry on. Max is the power range. Yeah, we're talking about power ranges now. What about uh, what era of Power Rangers were you? Was um, it Mighty Morphin the movie? No, I was. Um, I was. I was Turbo. Okay. But that's because Turbo was like new. Mighty Morphin was still on, and I was so into that, but I, I was definitely Turbo straight away. Yeah. I was thrusted into it, and then well, we're back to Mighty Morphin. We're talking about like I was six or seven years old. Um, I really liked um, Power Rangers in space, actually. Have you seen the Have you seen the new film? Mm-hmm. And and what is your review of it? It's pretty cack. Okay. I love the way they. No, no, I'm not I'm a spoiler alert. No, actually, no. I'm not it's fine because no one's no one's gonna watch it. <laughs> I like the way they included like the um the, the original theme song right. in it. But it was literally five seconds dropped in when the Zords came out. The Mega Zords came out. And also, it was pretty nasty. Okay. It wasn't my thing. I'm not feeling this whole thing about, like, you know, reviving the, the classic games of the 90s mm. or, like, TV shows of the 90s yeah. into films. Like, that's, that's weird. That, that was so weird. Right. You freaked me out, Nick. It, for, for, because I had to tell Nick this last time, this is an audio podcast, not a visual podcast. Let me just explain what just happened. What shit just went down. <laughs> You dipped your red vine, the sweet, into your um, into your tea. Your he's, not doing, he's not doing it again. Your now. Roy Boss and eucalyptus tea. He regrets it. And what are we saying? Right. Um, yeah, sure, I'll go for it. I only did it really because if I didn't do it and that was the best thing I've ever tasted, how would I know? Well, it's clearly not going to be the best thing you ever tasted. It weren't bad. Oh, God. You're double no, dipping. Like picking crap up from the floor. Yeah. No, like, sniffing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could <laughs> be the best thing right. you've ever smelled. <laughs> when, I was young, when, I was <laughs> when I was younger, I dumped. That's, that's not a good way to say <laughs> When I was younger, I dumped, you know those cheese twist things? The, the um, crunchy things? I dumped them in champagne. And it was so good. But... These, it, I, I assume you're talking about like pastry cheese twists. Yeah, yeah. When no, they just no, like no. flake into well, your No, no, no. You, the know, you know the hard ones, like crispy ones. Oh, really? Mm. No. About you that. get like crumbs in your champagne, though. Mm. I'm drinking the crumbs. How old was you? <laughs> I still do it now because it tastes good. That's what I'm saying because I did it. A bit worried. It's all like right, that ne- whole ne- thing of whether you're di- in Southampton. I'll bring some champagne and some cheese sticks, and we're all going to try it, and you're going to go. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you to this, and if you bring yeah, prosecco, I'm, I'm gonna oh, crowd shit. kill you. <laughs> I, got drunk, I got drunk on prosecco on my own um, last week. Last week? Yeah, I was watching Can't Pay. We'll take it away. All about that Kent life, drinking champagne and watching Can't Pay. We'll take it away. I love it. I got really hyped because there was a marathon on. Well, at least we thought. So I was getting off all the hypes and I got that Prosecco from the fridge, it was only alcohol thing I had there. And I drank the whole bottle. I got pretty drunk. I up with a with a massive headache. Were you on your own? No. There was three other people there. Uh, it, it sounds pretty bleak. Um, <laughs> You're not going to be able to sugarcoat this if you tried. Well, I nearly fell down the stairs. Is that bad? But uh, the, the program was great. They were, they were running a brothel in um, Birmingham, I think, and they just busted the door down. They, they had no idea it was brothel. No. Oh idea. really? Yeah. 
Whoa. it was intense. There's a guy, there's a client in there. I can just imagine a major amount of pixelation going on. Yeah. He went down the street and went, uh, unhappy customer. <laughs> I, I'm a sucker for those shows though. Like, Benefit Britain's the best. Really, I haven't watched that yeah, one yet. I, one yeah, I'm, I'm big on, um, I'm big on the sheriffs are coming <laughs> on BBC. Yeah, right. Have you not seen that? Really one? dodgy movie. The sheriffs are coming. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to see that. It's just me just thinking about that. I love programs like. Not that it gives me like satisfaction that my life is like, okay. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh, it annoys me. I think I like getting wound up by it because I'm like, Argh! come on, sort it out. I've always wanted to visit Australia, but now I feel like I can't for fear of appearing on Nothing to Declare. I love that program. Like against my will. Yeah. Like, excuse me, sir. Talk about Australia. I'm a Go massive, no, lifelong Neighbours fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Neighbours is probably one of the best shows. Yeah. Record out at lunchtime on the old sky. Watch it back every dinner time with the family. You actually oh, after, Yes, every day. I've watched it for years. years. Just after Pointless, though, because you have to watch Pointless and then when the news is on. Or you oh, watch it during like, the one show. Pointless is such an odd program because I, I was going to say the other day to um, my friend that show really needs like an audience there to like suck up the banter. And then all of a sudden, oh, I yeah, there is an audience. Yeah. It's so awkward. It's so awkward. <laughs> well, there is an audience. There's an audience, yeah. So when, like, what's his name, Alexander Armstrong? Like, yeah, yeah. Having banter with the tall guy. Richard Osman. Yeah. And no one, no one's going, oh, no one, you can literally hear someone going, <coughs> it's so bad. <laughs> Actually coughing into a microphone. Yeah, it's so quiet. He's like, wow, really? That's interesting. Don't you agree, Richard? No, oh, yeah, that's right. And that's it. It's the extent of that humour. I remember there was um, there was an A-level geography student on there once, and it was countries that begin with a vowel in Europe, and she said Paris, <laughs> or some something of that nature. Like, not only is it not a country, but it begins with a consonant. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. You just think, like, surely someone as dumb as that shouldn't be on a program. Mm. How'd they get on there? See that on Countdown, um, this woman thought she spelled out um, retard, and, <laughs> and, the, and the lady was like, retard has a double R, and she was like, oh god. <laughs> she just, she oh the irony. Yeah, she didn't spell it right, I was like, oh my god. Uh, oh, do you ever listen to that innuendo bingo on Radio 1? Yeah, they played yeah. a clip from Countdown the other day, I was driving along in the car, and uh, it was like... Um, Oh, so what have you got? And he went, oh, I have eight. Uh, okay, let's see your eight. And he went, I've got an erection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm a sucker for those shows, though. Going back to this red vine in your Roy Boss thing, it's like that age-old, um, do you dip your chips in your, in your uh, McFlurry or your That's McDonald's the most shows? disgusting oh, thing you could ever do. Really? Hang your head in shame. Do you oh, do that? I do. Oh, <laughs> Depends on the milkshake. The I, I mix sweet and savoury. I do mix sweet and savoury, but not mm. that night nice I, I always dip like morning toast into a cup of tea. Oh, yeah, that's, that can be alright. It's just so good. Everyone, I get this, everyone goes, What are you doing? You're a freak. I was like, You dip bread in the soup, don't you? Same thing. Ooh. No, it's not though. It's, it's not. It's not. It's good. It's really good. I don't I think I've ever had soup as thin as tea. No, because I don't like soggy toast. 
like with butter. I like quite dry, like. Keep in mind, just have to dip. Do you have to let it cool? Just take a dip. Do you have to let it cool down before you dip? Yeah, before you put butter on, so the butter doesn't melt. No, no, straight away, but just a small amount, a small amount of butter. You want some of your saliva to be a part of the reason you can swallow it. That's green. Otherwise, you can just like. We're talking about toast, by the way. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, she just covers it in like butter, like yeah, so. Much. And if I make her toast and don't do it right to the, the edges, edges, she gets oh. so pissed. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, why? You just need a little bit in the middle. Give it a little spread. Because the, the thing is, the crust is bad enough. So you need to, you need to make the crust oh, better. The crust is good. <laughs> no. I just don't like. I do like toast with bacon and jam in it. But don't you even think that when you're at school and you're like off ill one day and your mum would always go. Well, it has to be toast. Some dry toast. Which is, I was like, I couldn't think of anything worse. I to. More like grapes, like licorice. I'm like a pregnant woman. I'm the opposite of you guys. I used to, when I was ill, go down to my grandma's, she'll make me strawberry jam on toast. There's nothing better. Nothing better. Absolutely the best. It's only, it's only good when you're ill. Like, only really good when you're ill. Yeah. It's like Lucasade. You only drink Lucasade when you're ill. <laughs> Why do people even drink Lucasade when they're ill? <laughs> to me, that makes me ill. Do you know what I mean? The amount of sugar that's in that, it's like, surely it can't be good for you. Toast is bleak. Toast is, um, toast is amazing. Like, now I've been living alone for a year and a half, and a loaf of bread is like, I don't know. Like you, you've got to have you've got to have your own bread in there. Do you live in poverty? Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. Like. We're going to see him on Benefits Britons. You need left bread in the house and it just it just toasts. It's easy to do. Do you like the end of the, the actual crust? I get the end. I get the end. Cover it like in butter, yeah. cover it in mayonnaise, and just jump on Ooh, that. Mayonnaise. Whoa, mayonnaise and butter on toast. No, no, on bread. No, no, on, oh, so it's just the end. It's got to be on the end because the end is like pure crust. You're fucking grim, mate. I'm sorry, it's coming out now. Really? What? How much mayonnaise? Coat it, mate. Coat it. No, 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 no. I'd have to have a slice of it as well. I can't do it. Wait, wait, wait. 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 Wait, is it bad for you? No, no it's like scrubbing something in butter and mayonnaise is pretty bad for you. Oh, really? Is it? Oh, no. It's pretty bad for you, isn't it? What? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is pretty fattening. But loads of oil is just made up of oil. But, 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 so, so where where else can uh, where else can people check you out online? Um, got Max. Facebook is the main hub. Yeah. We're not very good at Twitter, although we do try and use it. I use Twitter. So, so anything you see is him. Any so just any don't judge the band. Any any tweets by Jordy? Yeah, it's me. Most are spelled wrong. We do we do try and use Twitter. It's a bit it's a bit irritating though because the character. Yeah. Um, it. Um, Instagram, pretty good Instagram, aren't we? Love the Instagram. Instagram's the best one. Yeah. Does, does, is that because you're in the band? Yeah. Uh, Photo expertise. Probably. Uh, Instagram's just the best. 
if you're in the way. We, we, like, we like Facebook because that's where all this serious stuff go. Yeah. And if we like Instagram because that's where we can just post out bits here and there. Mm. Listen to us on Spotify. Yeah, and follow us as well because we want to get verified. Yeah, yeah. About 20 followers and fo- follow the Snapchat story to see Charlie eat his his bread and butter with mayonnaise. So there we have it. Thank you to Cold Bones for being such great dudes. Make sure you go and like them on Facebook and uh, follow them on Twitter so that you get updates about any shows they're doing in the near future uh, and also updates about the album which is hopefully going to be out in 2018 uh, in the meantime you can check out their Distance EP, it's on Spotify um, and in various other places, I'll leave a link in the description so that you can hear that which I highly recommend you do uh, if you liked what you heard on this episode of the podcast then uh, maybe hit subscribe whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Sound cloud a cast or all of the above uh, if you're an apple user then it would also be amazing if you could leave a re- little review too uh, that sort of thing really goes like a long way for small independent podcasts like this one uh, bitch and brews on facebook and twitter make sure you head over there for updates and general shit posting from me uh, link as ever in the description it's facebook.com forward slash b dot brewcast and on twitter it's simply at bitchin brewcast all one word this is usually the point where i would round up the show and bid you farewell for another episode but of course we still have a world premiere lined up for you i'm so excited to be the first one to play this song it's from the band foe that's spelled f-a-u-x they're from southampton uh, and they've brought to you today a beautiful acoustic cover of the song Say It Ain't So, uh, which is of course originally by the incomparable Weezer. They've done a superb job with this, as you'll hear in a minute, uh, but of course they make awesome original songs too. This is definitely a band to keep on your radar if you're a fan of that chorus-heavy type pop rock with a bit of a dark undertone to it, but still really, really catchy. They put out their self-titled EP earlier this year, which had some real corkers on it. Um, I'll leave a link in the description for you to hear that. And uh, in other faux news, the band are heading out on a short tour with Miss Vincent. By faux news, I mean news related to the band faux, not faux as in fake fake news. No, they're heading out on a short tour with Miss Vincent, another great Southampton band, later this month. So if you are in Salisbury, London or Norwich... Get down to a show, they're at the Winchester Gate in Salisbury on October 20th, Uh, the next day they're at Thousand Island in London, and the day after that, October 22nd, they are at B2 in Norwich. They are well worth your time and attention if you can get out to a show, both bands in fact, uh, love Miss Vincent and love Foe of course. That's it from me. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bitch and Brew. Episode number 11 is coming in the near future. I'm not quite sure who's going to be on it yet, um, as it all kind of depends on when I can get some more recorded. Uh, but the wait will not be long at all, I promise you that. And I'll leave you with this. The world premiere of Weezer's Say It Ain't So is covered by phone. Cheers, guys. Peace out.